0: For listening to or watching another episode of today on SNTR presents and today we're talking no man's sky this is a big one for me I- I've always loved this game and I really wanted to see what the community thought of expeditions following this talk I will be giving my first impressions of expeditions but this is sort of the front-loaded morning coffee sort of vo- podcast vibe that we now have been recording before the 10-minute talk if you're in the live audience hit subscribe and the bell button that way you're here for these if you're listening elsewhere you 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 can always catch me live at sntrlive.com sntrlive.com will bring you to the YouTube channel where we do these now I read through these responses because I love to get the vibe from the community and I asked a very simple poll question for those of you listening to audio I said no man's sky expeditions is the update enough to get you back in or start playing and 400 people have voted so far. We usually get around 1,000 to 2,000 votes, and so we're, uh, we're a little lighter this morning on the starting votes. My base audience on YouTube, especially on SNTR Presents, is not a huge fan of No Man's Sky, which is unfortunate, because it's been out for five years, and they've done 15 updates, and it's all been free, and I think the game is very much worth checking out right now. And 54% have said no. Forty-six percent have said yes, so it's pretty much down the middle, which a slight with a slightly heavier lean toward no that people are not going to play. So let's look, read through these responses and see what people are saying. Game on says the way you're talking about this game has me wanting to check it out. No Man's Sky Expeditions brings the seasonal format to a great game. It's it's like a seasonal format. Now I will give you this advice on the outset. If you're in the audience right now listening, at, you know later, or you're like game on, and you're like, oh my gosh, he's really making me want to check this game out. If you have never played No Man's Sky, you need to boot up the game and play normal mode for a couple of hours. Once you get to the port part where you're building a base, I would say you're probably free and clear to check out expeditions. Expeditions is a seasonal mode that lasts for two months. It's going to start you with a randomly generated character, gear, uh, a ship, and all this stuff for you to do. And it's going to presume that you know a lot of basics about the game. If you do not know the basics about No Man's Sky, like something as simple as putting down a refiner, you're going to have a very, very hard time with expeditions. So I would definitely say... Do not do that. Do not just jump headlong into expeditions if you have never played No Man's Sky before. It is going to be, I think, a frustrating experience for you and you're not going to enjoy your time. So That would be my advice. Now, as far as the community planet goes, similar idea. Uh, You're going to want to go through some of the preliminary things first. Get your ship up and running. Get your ship repaired. Once you finally get off-world, then you could start to join us on the community planet. Again, you're going to want to get to the point where you're at least learning how to base build and do the basics of the game, or you're going to have a hard time picking the game up. If you are uh, a paying member, you can join our Discord, discord.gg slash sntr network. Discord.gg slash sntr network and you can become uh, a part of the community planet and ask all your questions in the Discord. People will be very, very generous to help you out. But again... I think you're going to have the best experience if you play this game for a couple of hours in the normal mode just to get your feet wet. It is a it is a massively awesome game. Very expansive and creative. I'm going to argue in my talk that I feel like it's another Minecraft. Uh, King Crumudgeon says, I'm intrigued, but I am really enjoying Outriders at this moment definitely on my radar. I hear you. Outriders landed at the same time as the No Man's Sky Expeditions update. So, if you didn't realize it, the No Man's Sky Expeditions update landed basically at the same time as Outriders. It would have been pretty awesome if this could have landed a little bit earlier, uh, you know, a week or two, or a week or two later. I would think um, that would be the result of just bad timing. It's You know, they're not paying any attention to Outriders, they're just doing these updates. So, I... It's, it's a bit of a bummer, but hopefully our coverage can get people in this community kind of turned on to the game and dive in. Truth be told, you covering No Man's Sky might actually help boost the game to a position it deserves. It's an awesome game. To be honest, the only thing lacking is cities and deep lore. Right, I would hope that's an update that they eventually launch, like cities. Like, because that's what we're going to try and build on this planet is cities. If a non-member stumbles across the planet, is that like space tax avoidance? Listen, if you somehow figure out how to get where we are and you start building that's fine. You know, I don't think a lot of people are going to commit the time required to troll us, but as a protective barrier to, to funnel everything through the Discord and have it be very organized and high value, we are going to require that, that, that membership. I know not everybody can do the membership, and I, and, I, and I appreciate that, but that is something that we're going to do, at least in the initial stages of this. Bada responded to the poll and said, "I have never played, but my interest is sparked because many in our community seem pretty hyped about this. I'll give it a try. Uh, Nice, that's good to hear. And again, check out the early thing. Do we know how expeditions work? Do you lose your character after the season? No, it'll automatically convert your character into a normal save. If you have, let's say, you have a larger normal save with like 500 hours in the game." When it converts your normal save, your your seasonal expedition save into a normal save, you can trans you can transfer all the rewards to your larger save. If you're like, well, I'm kind of done with this seasonal character, or maybe you fall in love with them and you want to continue using them, you are free and clear to do that. You may end up with a ton of money. Uh, it's pretty rewarding for a lot of the uh, a lot of the milestones and stuff. Or you may decide, no, I have a larger save file with more money and a base and all this stuff and you can transfer all the rewards to that character. So you have a lot of options uh, once the season's over. So I I think they were very, very smart about this. I'm very, very pleased with how they structured Expeditions from a seasonal standpoint. Mac2099 says, absolutely, uh, the update is enough to get him back in and start playing. Even if you have played the game recently, uh, the Expeditions have a very rewarding feel to them. Agreed. Uh, No Man's Sky... Expedition's gameplay was immediately a solid hook. For me, it was once I started to get the rewards. You do a couple of those milestones, do not forget to go to the Expedition's menu and claim your rewards. You get a lot, actually. And, the thing is, it really, really helps with some of those early game things that you're supposed to do. Getting off world, powering up your engines and stuff. All of those things are going to enable you to do, you know, those elements of the game slightly, uh, slightly faster. And that's actually like a really, really good thing. Because by and large, the early game in normal... Uh, non-expedition play, it can be a little slow. It can take a little while for you to get things up and running. And these rewards that you get from the expedition milestones, they actually get you going pretty quickly. Greg says, I think expeditions are a great thing for vet players like me who know there's a lot to do and we know the basics, but we need structure or some kind of plan. Having some objectives to follow every login and getting rewarded for it is great. I, I think the same thing about Diablo season. I've been working on that with my wife Uh, we're like level 46. We're about to finish the first section of quests, as it were. Uh, getting the level 50 and beating all the different bosses and doing all the different bounties. And then we'll move to the next section. It essentially gives you a trajectory. And a lot of the times, you're lacking that trajectory in these, in in a game like No Man's Sky. I remember when the game first came out. I remember the game first came out. I expressed my concern about... The game being um, a game that would drown you in futility. You would look at the, the, the this massive universe and the scope and, and, and exploration and you would say to yourself, there's literally no way I'm going to get anything done. I'm never going to discover everything. I'm never going to find everything. And it would feel almost futile to go out and accomplish anything. This is why when they did the update with the Artemis questline, I was immediately hooked back then. I was helping this like light bulb dude. He had like a head like a light bulb. And I was helping him and I was trying to find where he was. It was so well written and it was so well done. And it gave me kind of like what Greg is talking about. It gave me something to set my sights on when I would sit down to play. When No Man's Sky launched in its vanilla state, it was very much a, a inventory management simulator. You were going around to the planets and you were getting stuff and you were using that stuff to get a bigger and better ship and more space in your storage. That was essentially all it was. That, it was such a bare bones game and they have done so much admirable work taking this game beyond even what they initially promised. This is this is essentially in my mind like a sequel to itself in that they promised all these things and the game has gone far beyond that now, which i find very very cool that they poured so much passion into a game that had such a rough launch. It's you know it's been out for 5 years. And I think that gives me confidence. It's one of the reasons some of my predictions uh, about the game's longevity. It's one of the reasons I'm I'm considering, and and we're we're pouring a lot of time into this game because I think there is there is massive massive potential here for coverage, for community involvement, for fun, and. I think we can do something, you know, that not a lot of other places and and communities and streams are doing and it could be I think a really really good experiment both in coverage, you know, every season obviously, whenever you know there's new stuff we we definitely want to check out. And there's new things to sort of level up and earn and get but at the same time also how large can we make you know a community planet how large can we can we make like a city is that is that something that's even conceivable or you know or is it going to be is it going to be you know it's gonna be a disaster. I think it's gonna be really, really cool, and there's not really another game that we can do something like this in. Uh, and if we have a lot of luck with this, there's always other games like this that we can start to branch out into. You know, six months from now, if this thing's kind of running on its own, you know, we can start to branch out and try, you know, try other stuff. So. There's a big No Man's Man's Sky community out there. Right, and I think that we offer something that is unique, you know, with the community that we have and the passion that we have and coming from a game like Destiny, I think we could bring something really, really cool to uh, to No Man's Sky. Uh, Next comment on the poll is from Noberto. I've been meaning to check out all the new updates and the expeditions are a huge motivation to jump back in. I like having missions and quests that give me something to do. I'm ready. Nice. And and this was a point, this is a point that that uh, that Greg just brought up. No Man's Sky Expeditions gives you a nice trajectory. It, it you're not you're not just sort of sitting there like, well, what do I do next? You know? And we have a No Man's Sky channel in the Discord. Yes, jump in there. Um It's down there, underneath the the media, and all that. I want to see Oddworld Soulstorm when it comes out. Yeah, isn't that... Wait, aren't they doing the PS Plus today? When does that Oddworld thing come out? It hits the PlayStation Store, or PlayStation Plus. I just don't know when that exactly happens. I believe you can change your settings to let people build in your base-claimed area as well if we choose to build up in close proximity. Right, we can start to give each other those perks and those benefits, because I would let, you know, some of you guys come in and just start building. Um, yeah, somehow somebody built in my spot. They built like that teleporter. I don't know how they did that, but they did. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. We are we are going to be, we're going to be obviously checking out the, uh, all the various things you can do. I built a teleporter, but now I can't put power down for it. Oh, so you built the teleporter, but then it wouldn't let you build power. That was really really funny. Oddworld's out today. I just downloaded it. Oh really? Isn't that we might have to play that tomorrow then? Isn't that like a brand new game? And they threw it on PS Plus or whatever, or is it like a remaster? You're playing it now. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, we'll have to check that out. I don't, I didn't, I didn't know, I was not aware. I knew it was April 6th, and I kind of like forgot. Um, I kind of forgot. Eric Hayes responded to the poll. Your video plus the PS Store sale convinced me to finally pick this up. Nice. Be sure to play No Man's Sky normal. Uh, no Man's Sky normal for a while. Get through at least building a base. You're you're really going to want that early, early uh, experience, I think. It's a brand new game. Okay, we'll have to play that tomorrow. I didn't make time for it today. We'll be doing Outriders for two hours and the No Man's Sky Community Planet for two hours. Um, so it will be... Uh, we'll have to check out that that game tomorrow. Um, that should be good, though. We want to we play new games on the gaming channel even while we're working on these other projects and things. Neos responded to the poll and said watching you play and doing some research on it has me interested to start playing to be honest I never looked into No Man's Sky and I always thought it was that game called Spore Uh, OMG Spore was awesome dude Spore I still I still wish that Spore would come out with a sequel Spore was such a good game it was so before it's time and it was like four games wrapped into one uh, and it was really, really legit. I remember getting to the part where like you have a base and you're building the base, and you're 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 working on. I, I forget like we were like trading with other civilizations or places. You had to like, or you could attack them and steal their technology or something. I remember that. I remember it being really, really. That was actually a wild game because of how random it was in the beginning. And then it became quite a bit more structured uh, in the late game. It, it became a lot more structured in the late game, like building a base, maintaining the base. It had a, it had a unique, it had a unique trajectory for sure. It had a unique trajectory. Um, uh, uh, why No Man's Sky over Valheim? Because I I like No Man's Sky when I when the, like essentially. Creature threw out the idea of a game like Valheim might be really, really good for a centralized game to orbit around. You bring the community in, you get stuff building, people really like it, right? And I was like, yeah, but I was like, what about No Man's Sky? And literally the day he and I had the conversation was, like, the day after they dropped the Expeditions update. So I went and read about Expeditions, and I was like, okay, not only can I cover this from, like, a gaming news standpoint and play it and review it, but also, it's a great time to jump back in and check everything out. So, um, if this company that made No Man's Sky didn't need to charge for pretty much DLC, how come every other gaming company charges for DLC? Tell me that, and this game company is small well there's a lot of things that go into it homie we don't actually know how their budget works Um, it's still you also have to understand something no man's sky is still globally like the ninth the ninth most paid for game in steam so if you check like all time global paid you know charts or whatever they're like number nine so it's hard to know you know how well the base game sells just on Steam. You know what's that look like on the other platforms? How much money do they get from the Game Pass deal with Microsoft? Um, you know they're charging for the game full priced a you know five years later. Now they are doing a sale. They do sales periodically. It makes sense to do a sale right around the time that Expeditions comes out. So. Um, Fifteen updates into the game and not one is paid. It tells me that they love their game and they believe in their game. It also seems like a smart business strategy. They're saying, "Listen, we're going to make an amazing update, and if you want to play this amazing update, well, hopefully, you're willing to, you know, buy the base game. And when you buy the base game, that you know, they're they're selling it at a at probably a very very good profit, I would think, because uh, normally. If you think about it like this, normally a DLC like this would cost 20 bucks or so, and they're getting a bunch of new players to spend $20. Um, now, it is kind of like, wow, how much money would they make if, like, for 10 bucks you could buy Expeditions as, a, as somebody who owns the base game? How much money would they make? Like, how many of the player base... I don't know. They've decided they've decided that this is the right approach. They've decided, you know, no, we're gonna we're gonna do these amazing updates, we're gonna make them free for the base customers, and if you want to jump in and play, you gotta snag the main game. Um, just look at the CD project red strategy now, work on a new Cyberpunk and a new Witcher Games LOL, fix cyberpunk first. Did that I need to go read that strategy post before I talk about that, because that was gonna be our topic for tomorrow. Was a sequel to Witcher. Like, they're already working on a sequel to Witcher. Um, and so, you know, what exactly, uh, you know, what exactly does that look like? Are they working on the sequel to Witcher as well as another, C- uh, um, Cyberpunk? Or is it they're going to work on another Witcher while they fix Cyberpunk? I would think that it would be the latter. It would be that they're going to be fixing Cyberpunk and working on the next Witcher. Um, so, I've not read through that strategy post that they posted, though. I was going to do that before I talked about it tomorrow. Hello Games has 26 employees. It's extremely small. Their operating budget is small. Uh, they don't need a lot of income to function in profit. Yeah, that's also true. Um, compare that to what uh, Sean Murray did. You mess up your life's work and you keep building it and fixing it. Yeah. Good time to buy CD Project Red stock. <laughs> uh, Cyberman just responded to the poll. Have started it again a couple of weeks ago before I knew about this update. Nice. Uh, no Man's Sky always brings me back uh, for a while. Always brings me back for a while. I, I, this time I hope it lasts. Like I hope we can really make something out of this. Um, because in the past, anytime I played the game I just, it wouldn't, I couldn't, ke- I couldn't get it to endure uh, the support just wasn't there people didn't want to watch, people didn't really care, uh, we tried unique content with it uh, we tried to do stuff with No Man's Sky that nobody else was doing, and the support just wasn't there um, so, and to a certain degree, it's, it's not necessarily here today, this is a lighter day, they just dropped this last week and we're talking about it. We're giving kind of a review. We may have missed the initial sort of intrigue and interest in the search algorithm, uh, but the search algorithm percentage is good. It's uh, our base audience is not showing up today. Well, I just think that's something that happened. Um, I've been doing this channel. I've been making content for this channel for six years, and my base audience hated No Man's Sky. Um, any video I made that sort of praised No Man's Sky got a lot of uh, got a lot of hate. Um, If you go back and look uh, at my No Man's Sky Freedom Has Consequences video from 5 years ago, it got 21k. Uh, And then the first impressions video did okay. My live video though, it got like 4k views. And I'm fairly certain, I'm fairly certain, yeah, the dislike ratio on that is terrible. It's got more dislikes than likes. People did not like that video. My audience really, really dislikes uh, no Man's Sky five years ago is No Man's Sky overhyped it got 35,000 views um, and I actually that one actually did very well that one actually did very well so it's interesting that, like I think we went from sort of being like is No Man's Sky overhyped uh, you know is it a game that that was bad where we lied to all these different things and you know my base audience had opinions about that you know Uh, 5 spot from Cody I miss your destiny coverage I've been on your side through everything you make quality content don't let anyone tell you otherwise thank you so much I greatly appreciate that dude thank you for the 5 spot um this game is now nothing like it was at launch yeah it's a very very different game you don't know the story if you think they purposely launched a game that way multitude of factors beyond their control the least of which was a flood that essentially destroyed most of the game right um and there were people that felt that they lied, and Eugene and I are, are one and the same on this theory that a lot of the updates you got in the first six to twelve months were already being worked on. So a lot of the questions and a lot of the things they said in interviews, they were true. They were true statements. It's just certain things got shoved back beyond the initial launch, mainly because mainly because of uh, time constraints. Sony would not let them delay it again and they had the flood in the office where they they lost a lot of, uh, of progress and that you know we don't want to like rehash everything from you know all that time ago, but there was a lot of people that did not even consider those elements the rush timeline from Sony, the fu- the, the flood, um, the fact that a lot of the interviews that he did, were made well before they hit the timeline problems and the delay problems. So a lot of the things he said, that's why they came to fruition within six months to twelve months of the game's launch. Cause they he wasn't lying. They were working on those things. Multiplayer, seeing other players, you know, naming your ship, buying ships, buying freighters. All this stuff, he wasn't he wasn't being dishonest. it's just the timeline was jacked up. You know? It's like me telling you, yeah, our house is going to have a swimming pool when we move into it. And then we move into it and there's a bunch of dirt in the backyard. And you're like, what the frick is this? Well, it's like, sorry, timeline got messed up. But six months later, you got a swimming pool. I you know, I wasn't lying to you. It's just the timeline. He couldn't go back and retroactively like, correct every interview that he did. Like, what did I talk about in the interview from eight months ago? What did I talk about in the interview from nine months ago? How many of those elements of the project got pushed back? Does that make sense? People like to point to interviews and statements years prior about what they wanted the game to be, not what it was. Uh, and if you were following up to the launch of the game, you almost exactly knew how it would launch. Yeah, they downplayed the multiplayer like week, like weeks and months before it launched. They were like, "That's not the main focus of the game," um, and people still bought it hoping it had multiplayer. You know, <laughs> it was it was a it was a bummer because. Not only did it legitimately launch and it wasn't that great, okay, it, uh, it legitimately launched with problems It had it had actual things that probably should have been criticized, but it ended up getting criticized for all the wrong reasons, you know, it got criticized for for ancient interviews and and misrepresented statements. Um, so within within six months they were adding things that were that were missing and here we are five years later and it is a completely different game and i'm i'm thrilled i hope we can do something with it i really really do as i've always said it's one of the best games that i can't play because the support was never there but i think we can do something really really fun with it i think the seasonal grind with expeditions offers a fresh way to play every couple of months get those rewards, work on those objectives while also checking in on the community planet. We can kind of bounce between the two types of streams. Uh, Ghostwood says, I was a day one No Man's Sky player. I spent two weeks trying my best to love the game uh, before I put it down. I was very impressed with the devotion and the cra- and the craft Hello Games have put toward tuning the game into the vision, into the vision they originally sold me on. Uh, no Man's Sky is the king of comebacks. They're the king of comebacks. I mean, it, it, you, you can't deny. I, if, if you have to point, if you try to find a better example of a game, if you try to find a better example of a game that's had a comeback and had a, and had a nice, you know, comeback story, it's hard to beat No Man's Sky. Do I have to be a member of this channel or the other one to play? Either Either channel works, Slumped. All you have to do is be a tier one member, either here or the other channel. All you gotta do is sync that up with the Discord, and you'll get access to all the rooms for the organization of this. Well, really, it's one room. It's a room called No Man's Sky in the Discord. So uh, you can you can you can have uh, a membership here or on the other channel, whichever you prefer. So do you want the little R or do you want the little joystick? And obviously, it depends on where you want to have your emotes as well. Some people have memberships on both channels. You guys are amazing to do that. Uh, But yeah, just one or the other is fine. Hex says, Not quite get me back to playing, but I'm definitely interested in giving it a try. Uh, I hear that. The Kane put in the Discord last night. He put in the Discord last night. Yeah, you just buy tier one if you want to become a member. Five bucks a month gets you a badge, it gets you emotes, and it gets you increased access in the Discord anybody anybody can, can use the Discord, we have a general chat if you want to hang out with the community, we have an LFG if you're looking for people to play with, but then if you want all the other rooms to open up you just need um, a tier 1 membership here or on my other channel um, so I just uh, just like cyberpunk these companies need to start uh, to stop talking about what they want the game to be and just tell us what the game is. It's all a marketing strategy that I hope will start to change. It was very different I think for Sean Murray because I think as a CEO he I think he looked at it in a different way. it he was very excited and so I, I mean I'm going through this right now. We have all these <clears throat> excuse me we have all these projects and things that we're working on for the network. excuse me and I have to be really careful about how I talk about it because I can start to talk about things that we may not end up being able to do long term or we may not ever end up doing ever we just it may end up falling by the wayside and so it can be difficult to be close to the project and see everything that's coming and see all the cool stuff and not start going out and just and just prematurely Talking about things that may get totally revamped, may get gutted, may get turned—you know, may get ne- may never happen. So I think it's it's more it's it's more difficult when you're when you're close to the project to not do that. Um, the The marketing circuit and the marketing push for games is certainly a lot of times very very overbaked, and they show you. I, th- this is why anytime I see a trailer and it's like in-game simulation or something, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't care about this. I, I, I really, really don't. I don't care about this crap. This is not something uh, that I, I'm, I, I, I'm concerned with. I want to know what the actual game looks like and runs like. Your simulation means nothing to me. It means nothing to me. It's not real. It's not the actual game. It's some other, it's some other version of the game that, that I think it, it, it to be quite honest, it, it usually ends up being a lie, you know, to, to, to be, to be Frank, uh, it, it, to be Frank, it's a lie. It's like, this is not what the game is going to look like. I'm not going to have this experience when I put my, my, my hand on the mouse and keyboard, when I pick up the sticks, um, it's, it's one of those things, you know what I mean? I would, I would definitely, definitely say that that is not what No Man's Sky did. I feel like when he, when he got on stage at that 1E3 and he showed gameplay, it was not overbaked, juiced, you know, the graphics were not even amazing. It was very, very stripped down because he wanted to make sure that it ran. I never once felt like they were trying to sort of like oversell us on graphics and fidelity. Um... So, in 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 many cases, uh, in in many cases, uh, I would I would say um, that they oversell the game and try to get you to pre-order, um, and they try to get you to you know to, to to slap your credit card down on the on the table, and you get the game and it's nothing like what they said. No Man's Sky that happened, but for a variety of different reasons. And the gaming community doesn't care about the nuance and the, the, you know, the idiosyncrasies of, you know, of why those things took place. Heart of courts coming in with a two dollar tip through super chat. Never played with you before, but heck yes, thank you so much. Um, you know, and the gaming the gaming community was just like, you know, what we've been burned so many times before, and this is just another one of those instances, which is one hundred percent understandable why the community responded the way that they did. It was like, dude, are are you freaking serious? How many times are we going to buy a game and it's nothing like what was promised? And that's what people thought happened here. So. He, uh, He overfed people on mechanics and features and others spun those words more as well. There was an actual really, really awkward interview that a lot of people cited as the interview where he said there was going to be multiplayer. And it was funny because the guy pressed him. ...and pressed him, and pressed him. He just kept pressing him on... ...is there going to be multiplayer? Is there going to be multiplayer? And Murray answers the question like three different ways. It's not really the main focus of the game. The guy keeps pressing him. The likelihood of you finding somebody is incredibly unlikely. It's It's not really something you should set your sights on. And finally the guy presses him, and eventually... ...he awkwardly sort of... ...it's like he's bashful about it. He was like, yes... you'll know you be able to see other players or whatever. And so, it honestly was awkward. Number one, it was a bad interview. Number two, it didn't even seem like he he wanted to answer the question. He was trying to dodge the question, which I think he knew why he was trying to dodge it. And he also was trying to set the expectation, like, if you're getting No Man's Sky to play with other players and see other players, that's not the main focus. No, it wasn't Colbert. It was some other guy. It might have been Colbert too. I think Colbert might have done the same thing. You know, Dave coming in... Clicking the join button and choosing VIP. Thank you for picking a a membership and thank you for picking the next level up. I greatly appreciate that support. If you guys pick a membership, it directly supports me and it gets you access to more rooms in the Discord uh, and will get you into this community planet we're going to be checking out later today on the gaming channel. It was one of those things where it felt as if he said they didn't want to talk about it. And then they made everybody like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna make it to where you we're gonna make it, it we're gonna talk about it. You know they don't want to answer questions about this, but we're gonna we're gonna make it to where it's 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 talked about. Um. Yeah. The, so the No Man's Sky channel, as far as I can tell, is it's uh it's down it's down in a separate section, guys. Uh, it's down in the media tier you got to go all the way down now the the media and social tier as a category might be jacked up for blue members no the blue members can see it they, they should be able to see and go down there you guys should be good to, to jump right in um it's down in the category of media and social we're going to have to kind of restructure some of the stuff in the Discord cuz it's getting a little busy and we got to think through logically like why certain things should be in certain places. So um Oh, I'm in general chat. Hang on. I need to go back to live chat in the Discord. There we go. Yeah, you got a black badge? Yep. Mhm. Mhm. Uh it's gray, then it's black, then it's blue, then it's purple. So you're on that month 2. I think month 3 is when it changes to blue. Um It's literally unplayable sprint is r3 i still don't know why they did that i really really don't like i i i I ranted about this the other day i forget what i was playing and i was so irritated um it was like oh it's outriders and no, it was something else too, there was something else, where it was like, why can't you just use the default, you know, controller layout that everybody's been used to for the past decade? Why do you, like, you're not innovating by being like, I have an idea, let's move sprint from left stick to right stick. Why? Why? You, that's not innovative, it's stupid, you know? It'd be like designing a car, and be like, I have an idea, let's put the doors on the roof. Why? I don't want to climb on top of my car to get into it. Why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was wondering if that could be changed. Yeah, I have no idea. I I absolutely despise when companies don't just accept if you're going to make a third or first person game, there are a handful, okay, there are a handful of control defaults that everyone comes to expect. Left stick should click and start sprint. It should not make you stop sprinting if you click it again by mistake, right? Left stick. If I click it twice or three times, like frantically, no worries. It just makes me sprint and it doesn't stop me from sprinting. Um. It, it, it do that. Uh, make reloading X. Make jump A. And shut the frick up. Like that's just it. <laughs> uh, uh. Phoenix Rising had a mess of default layout. Yeah. I started Dying Light last night and Jump and Grab being R1 is a joke. Yeah, it, it, it's... There's so many things that game companies do. It's like you're not being innovative. You're being stupid. You know what I mean? It's like a new car comes out and the gas is on the left and the brake is on the right. Right. Right? Lone over here slandering Lambo is a real car isn't a car unless it's impossible to squeeze into. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. On third-person games like Outriders controller, I have to use the Xbox controller settings to make right stick click my dodge and roll uh and move melee to b why um i I don't understand that anyway imagine not having rebindable controls yeah just let me rebind them like what's the big deal you buy you you're bound them let me bind them i could rebind any button on my keyboard to whatever i wanted back when i played quake 3 in 1999 How freaking hard is it to let me rebind? How many buttons are on a controller for frick's sake? An entire keyboard could be rebound in Quake 3 in the late 90s. And you have what? You have six buttons and two joysticks and, well, I'm sorry, eight buttons and two joysticks and you can't let me rebind them? Come on, dude. That should be standard. It should totally be standard. Zubair. Looks great, but I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. is testing out his comedy his comedy act in chat lately I've been noticing it uh pit viper I said yes but I only played the tutorial back in the day I'm more excited for the community planet and playing with the SNTR peeps uh no man's sky community planet seems like a hit it seems like a hit we've gotten more positive response to the community planet than the actual expeditions update um it uh yeah, it, it seems that that's a that we we're getting we're getting a higher uh, a, a, a higher response rate to the community planet than expeditions. Which it's understandable, you know. That's it's it's always more fun to, to do stuff with other people and uh, and to have people to play with. So uh, I hate when pressing sprint makes you stop sprinting. Yeah, Outriders does that and it drives me freaking crazy. It's like there's never an instance where I'm sprinting and I'm like, you know i really need the option to stop sprinting and start walking that's that's very important to me like no i i don't that's not a need i'm generally running everywhere when when am i walking like what is this now in a game like fortnite or like a game where you're you know maybe you're trying to be quiet because of sound, you know, you're, you're, you're sound whoring, like maybe you're playing Valorant or maybe you're playing, you know, PUBG or Outriders or something, not Outriders, uh, or, or Fortnite, and you're trying not to make any sound. Th- that's different, and there's usually ways to do that. There's buttons you can press to toggle or stop or whatever, but you're in a different game and you're a different mindset. You, you don't, you know, you don't think about it just click once people always say that but again if you've been playing for 10 years and you're like oh my gosh i need to sprint holy frick and you frantically give it a couple clicks that's just a that's just a habit i formed over the years it's not that hard to give me the option to go in and be like i don't need to untoggle sprint like can i can i shut this off you know what i mean even if you need to stop sprinting you stop yeah you just pull back on the joystick it's all you really need to do Let's just pray to the Blizzard gods that they remove the stamina bar in the Diablo 2 remake. I forgot about a stamina bar. I didn't even realize that was a thing. Um, RB should be melee also. I mean, I don't really care about that. It sounds like like a Halo thing. Uh, Kevin C says, I said yes, but unfortunately I don't have the time. I haven't had time to play any games recently. However, it does make me interested in playing No Man's Sky again. No Man's Sky Expeditions uh, seems to offer get-a-few-things-done gameplay style. I, that's one of the things I like about the seasonal format, uh, both that I've been, been playing through the new season of Diablo with my wife, and then checking out the Expeditions in No Man's Sky. I like the fact that I can sit down, get a couple of things accomplished, get some rewards, and then put the game down. Right? Right? I like that I can do that. There was something about the original version of No Man's Sky that always kind of frustrated me. For that reason, it was like you'd sit down and it was really, really difficult to have a sense of progress. It was super difficult to have a sense of progress. It was like, did I get anything done? Um, have I have I achieved anything? Have I? How far did I get? How much progress did I make? Now, once you started building your base and stuff, that was a little bit more tangible because you could see the results of your research, of your farms, your parts, your whatever, whatever it is you were you were trying to get. You you would see the you know the tangible results. But the little check boxes, the little the little objectives, the little quests, and the rewards that you get from No Man's Sky expeditions definitely gives you a sense of like, okay, I can I can work on this today and move towards. Um, sort of having something done you know what I mean Um, well I don't know used to watch you uh, doing Destiny ages ago on the purple platform you would go to YouTube yeah yeah we're 100% over here on YouTube mm-hmm. we have multiple channels set up for multiple different purposes Uh, Vorian says absolutely it's fun way to play No Man's Sky uh, agreed uh, next comment from Mike Faz says yes especially if there's a community of people to play with uh, indeed, that's kind of the goal with the uh, with the community planet is to give people you know a chance to play with others. Brian Murphy says the same. Uh, I'm sorry, the game looked really good, making me want to get my Xbox up and running again and jump back in. Nice. Zach Johnson says I stopped playing when they had the derelict ship update, but I might try again with this update when I can't stop playing Outriders. Uh, Outriders is certainly competing. For some folks' attention right now, 100. You know, it's gonna it's gonna compete for your attention right now. It, it's it's a brand new game. It's a looter. You know, you got to make progress. One of the things with outriders that you know, for me especially, it's like I'm not gonna break my back to try to pr- you know progress in this game, and I'm not gonna in the in the process, I'm not gonna miss out on other good games. I did that for years on the other platform. I did that for years, you know, covering. Uh, Destiny, I would I would miss out, I would miss out on new stuff, I'd miss out on new game launches I wouldn't be able to touch them um, and I'm not doing that anymore I've just, I just decided it was like, no, I'm I'm not I'm not going to, you know turn a blind eye to good games good content you know, good, good things, good, good launches because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tied to this other game. And I know Outriders is going to be hot and, and spicy for a couple of weeks, especially for creating videos. Um, you know, but that, that again is just, it's not what I'm interested in doing. I'm not interested in, 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 as I've said, like breaking my back, uh, to cover the game. And, and again, No Man's Sky was a game I've been following since the very beginning, since the very, very first trailer. Since the first time they ever showed gameplay or talked about the game, I have followed this game. So, it's... If you think about the marketing, I don't even know when they debuted the first trailer. I don't even know when that was. That might have been, you know, what, instead of five years ago, what, eight years ago? You know what I mean? You're doing variety now? Yeah. Well, I can't play Destiny. I randomly got banned from the game because you know, it was over a month ago. I don't know if you guys realize this or not. It's been a month... Since I got banned and we went full variety, um, so <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been it's been a month, and probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me in, with respect to uh, being forced to grow and 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 evolve beyond what we were, you know. No, your normal character and your expedition character um, are not the same. You know, they're not the same. Your Expedition character is a randomly generated character that you you start with, like, a bunch of just random stuff. And you have the same objectives as everybody else. Now, the key is, once your season's over, it'll convert that character into a normal save, and then any of the rewards that you got, if you get, like, the cool gold ship and stuff, you can transfer that to your normal character. If your normal character has more progress, more money, more whatever... Um, so around 10 to 15 percent channel growth. It's honestly the best. This has been the most consistent subgrowth growth we've had since we started streaming over here eight months ago. Um, we would have really big spikes of subgrowth growth when we play Destiny, like around Beyond Light and stuff. But this has been the most consistent sub growth I've ever seen on the channel. Like every day, ding ding ding. You know, more and more folks coming in, and it'll have more resolve and more and more durability long term because I, you know what I mean? I it's it we're appealing to such a broader audience now there's some, some millions of people coming to YouTube every day looking for game coverage and we do something really fun here that, uh, that you guys enjoy and that I enjoy so the more people that end up seeing this the better and we were appealing to one game one audience for the last you know for eight months basically so the irony of how every troll and hater just drives you forward and makes you grow and evolve is so delicious <laughs> well I'm glad you enjoy it Valiant I'm glad you enjoy it uh, it's kind of it's, it's kind of sucked the last uh, the last three years have sucked because it was two years of being you know maligned and, and, and privately ruined and losing friendships. I guess they weren't friendships. Um, so it's it's been three years for me. I know people think oh it's, oh it's been about a year no it's been three years and um, it's sucked but I uh, I don't know I'm stronger and I'm better and none of them none of them are. Um, they're stuck. Uh, they're stuck in damage control and arrested development and extended adolescence. And, you know, in 20 years, if they're still stuck, that'll be a sad story for them. And we'll be doing other things and not even thinking about it anymore. You know, every day I think about it less. Um, and, uh, they're not going to get to think about it less, especially very soon. Once the investigation concludes, you know, they're not going to have that luxury anymore. Sorcerer of Havoc says, uh, I definitely uh, want to jump back in. Yes, he's answering the poll. Yes, definitely. I actually played last night and had a lot of fun. I wasn't able to craft the portable refiner after I got all the elements to make it, but I will definitely be playing more. Um, That sounds really, really odd. That's odd. Maybe the ground or glitch or something. I don't know. Was the ground acting up? That sounds like a bug. You should have been able to make the refiner no problem. In expeditions, in expeditions, you have the ability to do a bunch of stuff out of the gate. You're you're basically at the point of like, okay, you can start building stuff now. You know what I mean? You're you're basically at the point of being able to base build is is how expeditions start. Um, so no other content creator does a show like this I actually started watching more since you stopped covering just destiny great show I appreciate you saying that thank you I think it was a glitch yeah that you uh, the first thing I did when it was like oh you need to refine stuff it's like I just hit that thing on the d-pad and I was like oh there it is like I could just build it right away um I just had one So I don't know so here come the hate watchers oh it's they're adorable I can't wait till we get clips on this channel so they can start clipping and promoting my, my live stream when I say things to get to get them riled up. <laughs> I had a bug where I made a refiner and it disappeared taking all the stuff I put into it. I had to make a new one. Ooh, that stinks. That's a bit of a setback. Um, that is a bit of a setback. Uh, Human type person responded to the poll and said um... And said, "While the update and the idea of Community Planet sounds exciting, I've never bought the game, and it'll probably just be something I never get around to doing." I hear you, Kane. Uh, I, I don't think I finished the thought earlier, or maybe I did. Kane said something about that in the Discord last night. He was like, "He's like every time I boot up the game, he's like I go through like this, this, this stress of like I've done this before, and he just hits a wall where he can't play." You know. I get that. I get that. People have bad memories of Vanilla No Man's Sky. I do. I have bad memories of Vanilla No Man's Sky. I'm like, do I really want to fix my ship again? Oh, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do I really do I really want to do it again? Well, I mean, you know, naturally, naturally it uh it it starts to flow a little bit faster with expeditions because they give you those rewards for every objective. So I think expeditions is actually a great way to jump back in and get over those early game humps. As soon as I started getting the rewards, my whole my whole mood changed. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, okay, this is pretty nice. This is pretty nice. Like my whole mood changed the minute I got the first batch of rewards." It was like I was like, "I get it. I get this. Like I get this" This content loop makes sense, you know? We're only a couple of likes away from 600 likes. If you haven't done that yet, do me a favor, smash the like button. If you enjoy this kind of show, a safe for work podcast that you can put on in the background, do me a favor and click subscribe and the bell button as well. Uh, That's super helpful to me. Supports me in the channel, and the likes help the video get recommended. Appreciate you guys being here. And you can take our poll. We just crossed over uh, into 500 votes on the poll. Uh, No Man's Sky Expeditions, is this update enough to get you back in and start playing? Uh, You have what they call in leadership books, grit. Guts, resilience, initiative, and tenacity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, he's not a very nice guy. Uh, He's not a very nice guy. At least the, 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 the movie doesn't portray him in the nicest of ways. In the movie, The Founder, he talks about what separates him from everybody else is persistence that's what separates him from everybody else now again he's not a very nice you know dude in the movies kind of he's kind of he's so motivated by success and in, in, in the business he's kind of nasty um but in any case but in any case i remember being like that's exactly that's exactly what i want to do is take that mentality of perseverance like i will just keep going and eventually everybody else runs out of steam um I can I can out I can outlast and outrun with respect to like the live environment and content. I'll I'll outlive all of you. <laughs> it's kind of my mentality, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, you know, all right, that sucked. That was that was a significant loss, but I'll do well. Let's see what happens in five more years. You know what I mean? Keep streaming your one-string banjo. <laughs> keep keep that. That's all you got. So. You know, I'll just keep going. I'll just keep doing my thing. One day I'll join as a speaker just to mess with everyone. I actually have Discord muted just in the event that anybody accidentally does that. Just in the event that anybody accidentally does that, I have it I have it muted, so that won't, that won't work. Um. <laughs> that's right. That's right. If you joined and started talking, I'd be like, So you think you look like that Laura Croft, eh? And that's all I would say to you. And then I would mute you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I love that story that's like one of my favorite stories <laughs> he doesn't take issue with you cosplaying he doesn't take issue with the outfit he's like so you think you look like Laura Croft <laughs> he just immediately becomes like the passive chat critic the passive chat critic like can I? Ha- can we have him in chat everyday uh, Sandy replied to the poll I never played it but definitely going to check it out nice be sure to play No Man's Sky normal and get to base building before you check out expeditions. Before you check out expeditions, you really want to make sure you have the base game down. It is going to assume, it is going to assume that you know a whole lot more than you do if you just jump in to the game. You just jump right in. It, it, it's going to assume way too much about it. You know what I mean? You made the jump away from Destiny at the right time. Eventually, a lot of content creators are going to be faced with it, but they'll be facing a saturated market, leaving the game. Right. Well, and a lot of them are already seeing that, like, that directory is a dead end, and the growth on YouTube wasn't there for the content anymore. It just wasn't. So... Vanilla No Man's Sky was the first game I was like, "Wow, holy crap! I'm flying from surface of space this is the coolest experience." Right? It wears off really quickly though. the mis- the mis- The mystique and the t- in the space travel wears off really fast in Vanilla No Man's Sky because the planets were garbage, the the, the fauna was garbage, the-, the the animals were garbage. It was like finding an animal that didn't look like an absolute idiot derp. It was so unlikely. So like the the content loop quickly became almost like you were mocked. By your own discoveries. I was like, this is stupid! You know? Can you explain the content, loop of No Man's Sky? I'm brand new to the game. There are multiple lanes. Number one, you can try to expand your ship size, quality, tool size, quality, and your storage size and quality, as well as your spacesuit, so that you can get closer and closer to the center of the universe. That would be considered the... um, What would that be called? The Anomaly. That's the Anomaly sort of quest line. So you can take the Anomaly path. A lot of people don't really care about that anymore, but if you want, you can do that. Number two, you can do the Artemis questline, which is essentially a campaign of sorts where you sort of follow this storyline of trying to get to this person and you're unlocking these portals and all these different things. The Artemis questline is insanely dope. So if you just want a cool space exploration survival game with a really, really decent narrative and campaign, you can do the Artemis questline. You can do the explore and hunker down and build. You're going to explore, you're going to get to a certain point where it teaches you how to build a base, and you want to bunker down, and you want to just build, and become super profitable at building and expanding your building. You can become a space pirate, you can get a, a freighter, and you can open up, like I think, like trade routes and stuff, and become extremely wealthy through using your, uh, your frigates and your freighters and stuff. So there's that aspect as well. And now, brand new to the game, another way of playing No Man's Sky is expeditions you essentially start a seasonal character that randomly starts with a bunch of stuff and you're you're at a certain point in the game and you have all these objectives and quests that you need to get done before the two months is up and then when you do you get a bunch of cool rewards and it converts that character into a normal save and then you can also transfer all of your rewards to any of your other normal save characters if maybe you have somebody you're more invested in and the expedition to you was just a seasonal throwaway character no worries right no worries gives you that opportunity to uh, to engage the game at multiple different lanes and in multiple different ways. I hope space exploration in real life isn't as boring as vanilla No Man's Sky. It probably would be. Do you have any planets that you would try to go to in real space exploration that you wouldn't even be able to land on? Um. um I got to Oh, wow. This is pretty cool. Uh uh, uh, uh um, okay I gotta read that later It's from my tax it's from my tax man <laughs> It's from my CPA He left a voicemail on my Google number and I haven't used it in ages and it transcribed the whole voicemail. I'm like this is awesome um, anyway um uh, is it just a take up your time game where you can't really say I beat the game? I would imagine there's a com- there's a there's a culmination and a completion of the Artemis quest line. There's also the anomaly where you do you get to the center of the universe, um, and then building a base. There are people that just want to play a game like that. They either want to go into creative and try and build something amazing, or they want to do the combination of like staying alive, surviving as well as building a base. Um, so. You can try doing No Man's Sky topping once every week as a No Man's Sky on-off player. Hearing this type of podcast, I feel, will help engage more people and play and explore more. We'll see. We'll see. This channel is more about gaming news, so I can't plant my flag in No Man's Sky on this channel. On the gaming channel, however, we have a lot more freedom to regularly go back to No Man's Sky on a weekly basis. So, exactly. That was on the receiving end of how upset I was about everything. He'd come on the show and be like, why are you ruining my daughter's emotions? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm still waiting for the OnlyFans where he says that. I I think it's a million dollar idea. Um, And then you could become a famous cosplayer in the process. (laughs) You become a famous cosplayer in the process. It's a win-win. Alan half something? Alan says... I hopped back into this game around a month ago, and I really think this is a good game now that it's deserved the praise and popularity. Uh, let's see. No Man's Sky launched in 2016 and has done 15 free updates. That's amazing, in my opinion. I, 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 come on. You got, we got to give these guys credit where credit is due. Even if you're not interested in the game. Five years of 15 free updates is absolutely stellar. That's very, very admirable. You know what I mean? It's very admirable. Um, he'll be retiring soon. He'll be itching to do something lucrative. Alright, okay. Okay. Do it. Um, do it. The, the the nature of this game I know doesn't appeal to everybody I know some people look at it and they ask a similar question to what, what Diaz just asked like what's that was the most common question I always got it was the most common question I always got anytime I played No Man's Sky people would come into the stream and they'd be like what's the point what's the point why why should I play the game why and I would say well there's this and there's this and there's this and they'd be like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but is there an end Is there an end to it? And I'd be like, well, 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 no. I mean, there can be kind of, and, and that for a lot of people just trips them up. They're like, well, why would I want to play a game like that? Right. Why would I want to play a game where there is, there's no end. And I don't, and I don't know. And I don't really, really know what's going on. Right. Or I don't, you know, I don't necessarily understand, you know, the, the point or whatever. Um, this, this is this is going to be i think a common a common um what do I want to call it a common hurdle it's a common hurdle for people to feel like the game doesn't have a beginning or an end or whatever <clears throat> now here's the thing here's the thing if you pick this game up okay you pick this game up get to the tutorial get to the point where you're building a base and then you want the intentional grind you want the trajectory that's when you start an expedition character because now now you have you have a sort of beginning, middle and end the season lasts for two months if you complete all of the objectives you get some cool rewards and you can do it again the next time the next season comes around and get whatever those rewards are so they are starting to give you that ability to feel that sense of like there's a beginning, there's an end there's a culmination, right it's more of a hobby game not a one and done I believe this game is Space Travel Minecraft. That's what I believe. It is now a staple, it's a household name, it's a game that everyone knows and continues to update and we're only 5 years in. In my mind, now is when they start having fun with the development of the game. Now they're really really taking things up a notch. It's essentially Space, space Exploration Minecraft, you can do whatever the frick you want in this game. It is what you make of it. And not only that, they're bringing seasonal play with Expeditions, which is a huge win. I'm gonna do the 10 minute talk in a little bit and it's basically gonna be, I'm gonna include in there, the Diablo effect. If more games can start to do what No Man's Sky and Diablo are doing, we will be in a great space as people that wanna play ongoing games. If you wanna play an ongoing game, if you wanna have an ongoing experience, we're we're on the cusp of that becoming more normative and within the grasp of more developers. It's within the grasp of more developers to say, Oh, look, we can We 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 can keep our game going. We just have to figure out how to do what these guys did. Can you play it in split screen? No. It would be really fun to play with this like with my wife. I don't think she would get down with it though. It'd be too slow. She likes playing Diablo three with me though. We've been having a lot of fun. She's a, she's a demon hunter and I am a uh, and I'm a necro. And she's like I just hit all the buttons. Like she likes to go through. She is a loot money vacuum. Like I run through and I'm killing everything and I rush ahead because I want to keep the the kill streak going in Diablo because you get so much more experience. And she is just behind me, just scooping up. Everything, all the money, all the loot. We, we we make a great team. We make a great team. I'm the aggressive, charge full boar head in the rift, and she's just whoop, she's just picking up everything. It's amazing. It's really really fun. And then we go back to town. We swap all our gear, sell all our gear, and we jump back into another one. We did our bounties. We upgraded our 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 um, our blacksmith. We uh, we socketed some items. Now all we got to do is hit level 50. I'm loving it. It's really really fun. It really really is. Um. so if I had told 10 year old me that this is what games would be like in the future I wouldn't have believed you we take magic for granted right now oh yeah. yeah is the expedition tier 1 only I'm not sure what you're asking if you're asking about joining our community planet all you gotta do is be a tier 1 member here or on the gaming channel and it gets you increased access in the discord and you'll be able to get into the no man's sky room and get on the planet with us we're only putting tier one. It's five bucks a month. And I'm not going to toot my own horn. I'm going to speak just honestly. For the $5 a month, you get way more out of that than virtually every other channel in existence. If you do the $5 membership here, what you get in the Discord and what we're building and continue to build on, it's an absolute bargain. Like... I I like kind of taking that like that No Man's Sky approach. It's like we just keep adding value and adding stuff and adding perks and adding cool stuff and making the Discord better and better and better and giving you more things as a community and that's just going to continue to be the attitude that I have. So for for five bucks, you're you're getting more than just a badge and emotes and the ability for like a streamer to say your username. I want to give you as much value as I can squeeze into a week. Um whether it's through the discord or some of the other channels or some of the other things that we do um so you think that cloud tech can do for cloud gaming setup I mean it would it, for something like this I don't know um I, I, I have no idea this game is pretty intense some games I don't know if they'll it, it's going to be hard for them to run on cloud tech because they're so intense so much going on you know can you do base game with friends before expeditions? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Expeditions is just an optional thing. You don't have to do it. You don't have to touch it ever. You know? Um, one of the perks of uh, being a member is buying Lono Beer. I need to do that. I have it written here. Founder Solid Gold 12-pack and a Rogue uh, Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. I still have those written down and I will honor your guys' request for me to purchase that stuff. Um, I, will, I might even do that today. So, uh, we'll, I'm going to read through a couple more responses to the poll and then we're going to do the 10 minute talk about my first impressions of no man's sky expeditions. I just bought the game a few days ago and now I'm super overwhelmed with everything, but I'm loving expeditions. Uh, no man's sky expeditions makes it more palatable. I think it makes the game more palatable, especially if you're familiar with it. It's like, okay, I gotta do this, then this, then this, then this, then this. It's a lot more palatable. It's not like, what do I do? It it tells you what to do. Just go to the next thing, you know? Um, I don't care what people say or how good they think things are. Cloud tech still sucks. I don't know, man. xCloud's gotten consistent, positive reviews. I'm a professional brewer. If I sent you beer, would you drink it? Um, as as long as it's like properly labeled and stuff, you gotta understand how kind of like I don't know hey, <laughs> that can get a little bit sketch. You know, drinking something that somebody sends you. <laughs> it's a weird world, man. It's a weird world, and I gotta think like that. It's sad that I have to think like that, but I would want to. I don't know. Even then, you know, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> It's probably not a good idea. It's from a real brewery. If it if it came in a can maybe even with bottles. Even with bottles, you could put, you could conceivably, I think you could conceivably like rebottle. <laughs> you could rebottle and 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 kill me. <laughs> I'm serious. You could. You could conceivably buy a six-pack and be like, "Yeah, it's from a local brewery." And you could literally murder me and no one would know how. <laughs> No, no, I was like I don't know, last we heard he was checking his P.O. box And somebody had sent him some beard Well, now he's dead (laughs) He's dead, somebody murdered him (laughs) Rebottle and kill him What are you taking notes for, Rad? That's stupid You like me too much for that, that's bogus You couldn't couldn't do that You're too nice Now your dad, on the other hand (laughs) He sounds he sounds like he would help you. He'd be like, alright, let's take this guy out. Let the cat try some first. <laughs> what, what? Are you kidding me? No, that's animal abuse. You know what I'm saying? If I give alcohol to my cat and throw him over my head, I, I could be a big streamer on the purple platform, you know? That's just not my path. That's not the that's not the road I want to take, you know? You know what I'm saying? Taking you know, creating adult content with taking off your clothes and abusing an animal like that's what the purple platform deals in that's not what I deal in so I can hear him be like you think you could kill someone (laughs) he's like reading the paper and he like looks over the paper and he's like do you actually think you're gonna get away with murder like he would question if you're even gonna get away with it and you'd be like "Well, no not now (laughs) Uh, if you ignore input lag and terrible response times but nobody that's been reviewing XCloud has been saying that. You know what I'm saying? They have been saying the opposite. Stadia had all those issues, but XCloud has gotten high praise for those exact you know parts of it. I don't know. I am not going to speak for it. I'm just going to tell you I thought the same thing and then all the XCloud beta stuff has been nothing but high praise and those are not issues for those folks. Now, that doesn't mean it'll always be that way, you know. You're you're dependent on an internet connection. I'm dependent on that in No Man's Sky. Yeah. It, it, I'm dependent on that in No Man's Sky. X Cloud is entirely dependent upon your location to the servers and your bandwidth. Sure, it's inherent to the actual technology. It is. It is. But if we get to, if we get city if we get citywide Wi Fi in the next ten years, that technology will be a booming industry. You know? If, if, if Elon and all these other these other tech heads get their way, you start getting citywide Wi-Fi. I don't know, man. I don't know. And then the robots take over. So at least we'll have some good gaming before that happens. I'm on the XCloud beta tester. Everything he is saying is is BS. XCloud doesn't have too many issues. Stadia and every other platform is much worse. Yeah, I've not touched it. I've only have to go. I've I've only been able to go based on what others have said about XCloud xCloud has been bad lately due to the Microsoft Azure network having issues. Right, as soon as the network has problems, you're going to feel that in your games. You know, it's going to be like you're suddenly playing on a bad computer and it has nothing to do with you. So, um, it's just the nature of it. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna do the 10-minute talk next. If you're listening to this this audio podcast elsewhere, you can find SNTR Presents anywhere as a podcast if you enjoy listening to audio podcast. Always if you want to catch the live stream in these pod in these these polls and back and forth, please be sure to go to sntrlive.com. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my first impressions of the No Man's Sky Expeditions update. If you're listening to this in any of the other locations or watching on my other YouTube channel, you can always catch me do these live with a poll and a back and forth with the community. Just go to SNTRlive.com It brings you to the YouTube channel where I do these live streams. If you support me in all the other locations, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, No Man's Sky has been a game that I have followed since before. It launched. I was watching the trailers, I was combing over every announcement, every interview. I got into a lot of debates with people about this game, and it has always been, in my mind, one of the greatest games that I couldn't play. The support was never there when I streamed on the Purple platform. People hated the game, never gave it another shot, and it was always very frustrating to me, especially every time I would dip my toe back into an update. I would have a really, really good time. I remember working on the Artemis questline and loving the writing and the mystery and the the sense of progress and a good trajectory, so I was immediately intrigued when I saw everything outlined for Expeditions. Not just sort of quality of life, not just mounts or a companion or new ships, but an actual genuine seasonal format for the game, especially as I've now jumped into the brand new season in Diablo 3 with my wife. I really, really wanted to check this out. So, The perspective here should really, even for people that are on the fence, be very, very, uh, I think, impressive. No Man's Sky released in August of 2016, and in the last five years, they have added a total of 15 free updates for the game. They have never once charged for one of these updates. 15! They tweeted out a very impressive, like, chart with all the different updates that they have done. Every single one has moved the game further and further in a direction of more expansive, meaningful, and creative gameplay. I was even asked this morning, do I feel that after this update, are they finally building or have they finally built the game that they initially promised? I would actually wager to say in the last year to a year and a half they've gone significantly beyond their initial promises and they're slowly building what feels like an ongoing sequel to the original version that they outlined and to the original things they used to say about No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky Expeditions offers a completely fresh and new way to play the game. Seasonal content is becoming more and more popular in ongoing live service type games, and Hello Games seemingly took great notes from Diablo 3 and other games in this vein. Is this the beginning of an endless trajectory for No Man's Sky? That is the big question. So let's just go to the first section of my video here, a concise slice. A concise slice, okay? Something about No Man's Sky always pulls me back in. There's always a reason to dive back in. It's a beautiful game, the mystery, the size, even the colors and simple plant life but starting over from scratch after a long stretch or a break from the game can be a bit of a drag you're like I'm all the way at ground zero because basically picking up where you left off is always kind of weird in a game like this and so it always made sense for me to be like well let's just start over you know all of the early steps and going through them can make the fun and it can kind of actually take the fun out of quote unquote jumping back in it kind of sucks the fun out of the room Expeditions takes the early game experience and it shrinks it down quite a bit and it creates a very nice runway into what feels like a seasonal character. In a matter of two hours, I was off planet, two or three systems of warp, I had jumped a couple systems, and I was building my very first base computer on a really cool looking planet. I did all of this in two hours. They they skip a lot of that early game stuff. You're still repairing your ship and getting off world, but a lot of the early preliminary stuff is not there. This is a great way to give people the No Man's Sky experience with short, medium, and long-term goals spread out across a two-month period. New players, I'm going to give you some advice if you're brand new to No Man's Sky. You should go through the main game early tutorials because Expeditions expects you to have a lot of basic knowledge you will simply lack if you have never played No Man's Sky. So I would tell you, if you're brand new to No Man's Sky, boot up. It's very, very cheap right now. It's on sale. I believe it's also included in Game Pass. Go in to about a 2 hour mark. I think around that time period, you should be building your first base. Maybe not. I might be a little overzealous here, uh, because that's about how long it took me in Expeditions. I actually think that I'm wrong on that. I skipped a lot of stuff because it's Expeditions. You don't have to do a lot of the stuff. But that's my advice. I cannot give you a time frame, but get to the point where you're sort of building your first base and going through those steps. And then, and only then, if you feel like, hey, I feel like starting a seasonal character, start a seasonal character. Having a seasonal character and a seasonal grind is really not built for a new player, it's built for a veteran player to to pine after and chase those rewards, and then when you're done with that season, that save gets converted into a normal save, and if you have a longer, more long-standing save, you can transmit and transfer all the rewards from the season to your larger save if you want. Second, let's talk about the Diablo Effect. Since Diablo 3 just started, season 23, and I jumped in with my wife, I could not help but notice a lot of similarities in how they approach seasons. Just the other night, my wife and I were working on bounties, we were leveling up the blacksmith, and a host of other mini quests and objectives that give you a sense of progress when you start a seasonal character in Diablo. The sense of meaning behind even the most basic or common behavior attached to rewards, currency, and needed materials was a great feeling in No Man's Sky. At first, I was like, oh, it's a big, long checklist. But then the reward started pouring in and I was hooked on the loop. The content loop here really starts to take off. Don't ignore the rewards. If you're jumping into expeditions and you're completing those objectives, go to the expeditions menu and claim your rewards. It really speeds up the early game process. You get a lot of the things you need to get the ship off world, to fuel different things. And if you don't cash in on those rewards, you're gonna feel like, man, what's the point of all this? That's when my kind of the, the thing clicked in my brain of, oh wow. Every time I do one of these, I get a bunch of rewards for it, that's a nice content loop, I'm moving, I'm grooving, I'm making progress. When I see the long tail rewards of a golden ship, there's other cosmetic items, there's this dope new jetpack that I can take over into my main save, or I can transfer it to other saves, I feel just enough urgency to want to make sure I complete everything before the two months is up. This to me, is the ongoing end game done right you're motivated to log in and keep playing and keep kind of working and getting all those things done you got a two-month window of time and a short play session you feel like you achieve something no man's sky can drown a player or make a player feel this sense of futility as if i don't know what to do next I don't know where to go next, and a lot of people this morning said they really really liked expeditions because it gave them an immediate sense of a trajectory and where to set their sights on and where to go from point A to B to C, instead of sort of just sitting there being like, I guess I'll build a base or I guess I'll do this thing, it gives you a sense of movement and progression. Lastly, let's talk about how I believe this is another Minecraft. At this point, after five years of love and passion from Hello games poured into fifteen free updates, and no man's Sky is still the ninth most most ninth most that 's hard to say the ninth most paid game on Steam globally. If you look at Global, how many games are purchased on Steam it's the ninth most paid game. I can see this game going for a long time. I don't see it stopping anytime soon. And with how they build the playground and the systems underneath, the possibilities are honestly endless. They've added multiplayer, mounts, base building, all sorts of things to give this game the depth that it really, really is begging to have as a space exploration survival game. No Man's Sky is set up to be another ongoing staple game like Minecraft, where communities and creative types can discover and make seemingly whatever they want, And with a seasonal push to always jump back in and to grind and to earn those new rewards and cosmetics for your experience, it's a perfect perfect ongoing recipe for relevancy. If you're wanting that reason to jump back in, if you're wanting people to cover your game with YouTube videos and streams, and you're wanting to keep the player base thriving and interested and invested, a seasonal format is such a good way to do that. And it also gives people a piecemeal and concise way to experience your great, great content loop. Because No Man's Sky really has come a long way from the vanilla content loop to now. When the game first came out, it was only about expanding your, you know, your storage and getting a bigger ship so you could get further and travel and travel travel greater distances. That is not what this game is about anymore. There's multiple avenues and ways to approach it. My only concern at this point is the subsidization of the game. There's no microtransactions. There's no cost associated with any of the 15 free updates. Now, obviously they're making money. They're a smaller studio. They're not a very large, you know, group of people. And they're still charging full price for the main game most of the time throughout the year. They do a sale every now and again. The game is currently on sale at the time I'm recording this video. And so they are making money and i you know one would hope that the continued purchases of the base game is enough to keep things going for a very very long time i for one would be open to other monetization if hello games feels that it becomes a necessary thing but after 5 years they do not seem to want that they seem to con- they seem totally content to say if people are buying the base game that's enough revenue stream for us to keep on going it's in the top 10 most purchased steam games and it's on every platform it's even included in game pass now so that contract with microsoft is probably pretty lucrative for them and i hope for, for the long haul and the long term not just because we're starting a community planet but because I've always loved this game I've always wanted to see it flourish and get the the attention that it deserves and the success that it deserves because they have poured so much love and passion into it I really hope that is the case long term as always if you want to catch these discussions live please head over to sntrlive.com